Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello there, my very good friends. On today's wrestling news, WWE might have massive plans for Big E and the New Day in the 2021 draft. John Cena is unsure when he's going to return to WWE. Alexa Bliss defends her WWE character from bell ends like me. And John Moxley reveals why WWE promos flipping suck. I'm Adam Wilborn. And I'm Andy Murray. And this is the news. Let's kick things off by talking about a new report here from WrestleVotes talking about WWE's plans for Big E and the New Day and specifically the WWE draft which is scheduled to go down on the the 30th of August episode of Raw and the 3rd of September episode of SmackDown. That is just after SummerSlam 2021 according to WrestleVotes. An idea that has kind of been thrown around in WWE is for Big E to go over to Raw. So that would mean the New Day, all three of them, would be on the same brand once more. But Big E would continue as a singles wrestler. A fresh face in the main event scene is how he's described here. While the other New Day members, Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods, would continue as a tag team. So... This is an interesting idea to me. Uh, Obviously, when the New Day split last year in the draft, there was a lot of, hey, what the hell are you doing here? Uh, This kind of sucks. They look really upset about (laughs) it as well. What's going on? Um, But Big E's had a good singles run on SmackDown. Not quite broken into the Universal title picture, however, which is maybe a good thing because at the moment, Roman Reigns would pretty much have to beat him. (laughs) So, you know, he's not going to win the belt at the moment. So... Going over to Raw, I think it's cool. I think it's interesting. I love the three of those guys together. They obviously have tremendous chemistry and everything else. And uh, just want to see good things for friend of the channel, Biggie, going forward. I've got mixed emotions about this one, I've got to say, Andy, because I, I feel like Biggie could be the guy that they eventually build up to take the title off Roman Reigns at next year's SummerSlam if all goes to plan mm. with our fantasy booking, for example. And... As much as it's horrible them splitting up the three best mates, of course, I do feel like they've benefited quite a lot from it. Like you say, Big E has been able to properly break out as a single star. Uh, I have no doubt he was going to have an excellent feud with Alistair Black and until they just decided, uh, don't want to do that anymore. Don't you. Um, and, you know, Kofi and Xavier uh, are doing great stuff on Monday Night Raw. Were they one of the few shining lights? Kofi's obviously going to be challenging for the WWE Championship soon. Look, if they reunite, like you say, I have no doubt that, you know, they are still able to do single stuff if they want. Give Xavier Woods a run as a single star. He's so talented. Um but yeah, I'm not sure they necessarily need it. Yeah. Obviously, having Big E back on Raw would be great because, well, Raw needs all the help it can get half the time. <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm not sure about this one, I've got to be honest. But 
it's all going to be up in the air after this summer with fans coming back at SummerSlam and the draft and what have you. So who knows? Let's just see how this one plays out. But best luck to any of them, uh, to all of them, in fact, because they're just brilliant. Whatever they're given, whether it's tag team stuff, trio stuff, single stuff, they'll knock it out of the park. Uh, but let's talk a little bit about John Cena. Loads of speculation about him at the moment, potentially returning that match rumoured with Roman Reigns at this year's SummerSlam, of course. Uh, but he's been talking with good old pal Jimmy Fallon on the Tonight Show. Uh, and he's unsure, basically, when he's going to return. Fallon brought up him returning to wrestle for WWE. And uh, he said, the rumours about him returning are true. I'll definitely be returning to WWE. I just don't know when. He went on to talk about... Remember when he posted that thing on his Instagram and everyone got excited yes. a month or so ago? Uh, the WWE logo. And he just said, I basically was feeling a little bit nostalgic. That wasn't a clue or, a, you know, a little bit of a breadcrumb or anything like that. And he also talked about how, just like The Rock... He knows the perils of insurance now when he's working <laughs> on movies because he can't just, as in his words, pop off and wrestle a show at the weekend. But as you would anticipate, he's not exactly going to go on Jimmy Fallon and go, yeah. oh, yeah, I'm going to be a surprise return ahead of SummerSlam and then I'm going to face Roman Reigns for the title uh, at the show. So keeping his cards very close to his chest, but he's a, he's a wily old pro now, Andy. Yeah, could you imagine that if WWE have been planning this match and John Cena just goes on Jimmy Fallon and goes, yeah, I'm wrestling Roman Reigns for the title. <laughs> um, just blows up the whole spot, ruins everything. Yeah, I mean, we've, we've obviously heard all the reports. We've covered them on this very channel about him potentially wrestling Reigns at SummerSlam. I think that's just an awesome idea for that big stadium show. And uh, I would be very, very surprised if it doesn't happen. Uh, John Cena's being very careful here, uh, but I'm looking forward to seeing him lightning fisting his way back oh. on to my TV very soon. I like John Cena. That's what'll put down the head of the table. I didn't think, Andy. Oh. There you go. What else could possibly beat Roman <laughs> Reigns? A distraction roll-up, probably. Uh, anyway, oh, yeah. let's uh, let's talk Alexa Bliss. A short story here. She's been on Twitter defending her character, her divisive character in WWE, it's fair to say, uh, against those pesky little critics. Uh, there's a photo of here her wrestling uh, Shayna Baszler at Hell in a Cell doing that thing with the leg in the hand that I am nowhere near flexible enough to do and will not <laughs> attempt because I will dislocate something. Uh, but she said the following. They can say what they want, but I'm actually having fun. At the end of the day, that's kind of what really matters, right? If the employees are happy and the performers are happy with what they're doing, uh, perfect. That's that's what you want in a job, right? You want to be happy. You want to enjoy it and everything. And so obviously, I personally, it's not for me, the character. I've made that quite clear. But at the same time, you know, honest criticism is better than dishonest praise and everything. So, you know, if you see something and you don't like it and you can con constructively criticize it, go ahead. But just know that Alexa Bliss is having fun. So... That's the main thing. It's the same as Nikki Cross, right? With this yeah. superhero thing. She's like, it's my idea and I really love it. Cool, great. Um, that, uh, that's a whole different kettle of fish that we said on Monday. We don't necessarily hate because it's for kids. We're 30 year old men. Uh, but yeah, here we are. Alexa Bliss, talking stuff, Lily, magic, fireballs, <laughs> all of that. Yeah, exactly. You know, uh, it's nice to read about Nikki and Alexa and I'm sure, you know, Bray Wyatt with the whole Fiend stuff, as much, much as people crap all over that at times, he clearly had a great time coming up with that gimmick and WWE may have had influence on it at certain points. You're going to lose to Goldberg. 
in like five minutes. <laughs> but, you know, generally in terms of characterization, it's nice to see people getting their way. The Alexa Bliss character, the Nikki Cross character, they are not for me either, Andy, but it is subjective. Yeah. And also, how about we try this on social media? Just because someone says they like something or they don't like something, don't have to go after each other. You can just like what you like yeah. and not like what you, you don't like. It's it's really that simple. You don't have to reply. You just don't no. have to reply. It's simple. Just let, let it go. Just Some people you know. out there, I will fight if they say they didn't like Pirate Paul Virtual. But aside from that, you, you just like what you like and don't like what you don't like. Uh, right, let's move on and conclude with John Moxley. Phil, I know you're editing this. I'm really going to try my best here to avoid the effing and jeffing. John Moxley has been talking about WWE promos and why they're so bad. He was on another uh, special q and episode of Renee Paquette's Oral oh, Don't do uh, that. In the words of John Moxley. Turn me to butter. Uh, he's promoting his upcoming book, Mox, uh, and he said why these promos, hang on, flipping suck. Uh, he said it's it's like a kind of like a wrestling match or a promo. It's why WWE promos flipping suck because they jammed 5,000 flipping words in there that aren't necessary. Say what you want, mean uh, what you want to say, get your point across. I'm going to beat your ass on Saturday night because I don't like you. Boom, done. He also talked about their insistence on complicating matches when they all they really need to do is tell a simple story. You're a bad guy, I'm a good guy. You're big, I'm small, etc., etc. Uh, yeah, Mox simplifying things as he did on the other uh, Q&A podcast that he did. Hashtag Ask Mox, uh, if you remember that, a few weeks back. Sometimes it just seems so straightforward, but yes, WWE have to overcomplicate things, Andy. Yeah, pro wrestling is inherently simple. I think Moxley cuts to the heart of the matter in a very Moxley fashion by including seven F-bombs and everything else uh, in this. He's always an entertaining guy to listen to on these podcasts. Um, it's safe to say that AEW's kind of unscripted style works better for him than WWE's uh, heavily scripted style. And mm -hmm. look... If there's one guy who's allowed to have this opinion, I mean, everyone's allowed to have their opinion on it, but if there's one guy who's particularly entitled to it, it's the guy that WWE made make like horrible comments about Roman Reigns' leukemia against his wishes. So, yeah. you know, you can't take that away from John Moxley in this instance. Um, I haven't yet listened to the Q&A he did on oral sessions, but I'm sure it's as much fun as the first one. And... Uh, Look, his philosophy on wrestling is very much in line with mine, so I agree with him. Yes, and I took from the first one by loads of nunchucks and uh, blow darts and stuff like that. That's, <laughs> that's what the Wilborn household is full of now. <laughs> if you haven't listened to it, it was well worth checking that one out, though. Genuinely one of the best podcasts out there that isn't hosted by us, of course. Uh, let's move on to your Twitter questions. At WhatCultureWWE, of course, if you want to get in touch with us. Timothy Banks starts us off uh, saying, I can see Big E winning money in the bank and cashing it in on Lashley to win the title and reunite the new day on Raw. Can you see WWE doing this, Andy Murray? Hmm, it's an interesting one for sure. I think Big E's a good candidate for it. And I think mm. if you're going to use money in the bank as an opportunity to elevate someone that people want to see elevated... Big E is a great shout. Cesaro is evergreen, of course. Um, but I do feel like WWE is going to go for a heel with this. Uh, you know, last year we got Otis, which in hindsight maybe wasn't the best of ideas <laughs> as a babyface winner. Um, but it feels to me like, you know, we're, we're constantly mentioning Sami Zayn on these videos. He's a great option because he's such a prick on TV, but such a <laughs> great guy off TV. It's like the, the duality of man. Uh, or uh, if you want a Raw winner, I think AJ Styles hiding behind Omos would be really good as well. Uh, <laughs> provided he gets through. Um, 
but yeah, that's my, that's my take on it. I think Big E is a good choice, but I think other people are a bit likelier. Yes, I have two news videos where I can finally push my Sami Zayn narrative before they inevitably ruin it on Friday Night Smackdown. So yes, as much as I think Big E winning it and cashing in uh, and reuniting the New Day and Roy is a great shout there, Tim. I just feel like Big E is a guy you can just naturally elevate to the title. Yeah. He doesn't need this sort of shortcut. Whereas Sami Zayn... It fits with everything, the conspiracy theory. Like, can you imagine as well if he cashed in, you know, obviously probably more likely on Monday Night Raw than on, you know, uh, Roman Reigns, cashed in, and then the next time we saw him, he was clean-shaven, he was in a suit, and he was suddenly, you know, transformed by becoming WWE champion. And all that conspiracy theory stuff, no, that's, just, that's not real. Now I'm WWE champion. Maybe I was wrong. I just think... There's so much potential there, and he bloody deserves it. And yeah. you have to fill three hours on a sod in Monday, you let Sami Zayn talk. Paul gives us our second question of the day, uh, asking what is going on with the 24-7 championship? <laughs> Will they just fade it out like Raw Underground, hoping no one notices? It's been ages since we saw yeah. the 24-7 championship, Andy. You know what? And this is really bad, right? But I didn't even notice the 24-7 title was gone up until somebody <laughs> mentioned it like a week or so ago. Um, because when it comes on Raw, when I'm watching it on Raw, it's usually just something I fast forward through yeah. because it's just kind of pointless. Um, yeah, it does feel to me like it's kind of reached the end of its nat natural lifespan. It was fun for a while, um, but novelty does wear off, and I do think it will go the way of Raw Underground and just just not exist anymore. I, don't understand. I guess they've, they've got so many writers who could just write fun little storylines. All wrestlers pitching stuff. The whole Drake Maverick R Truth thing, I believe, came from good. those two. That, that was, was some of the real highlights. That and the gender stuff. Do you even know who Twenty Four Seven Champion is, Andy? Right now. I mean, our truth's kind of like the default pick, but is it like Tazawa, maybe? It is Tazawa. Uh, hey. I think, according to Wikipedia, at least, his ninth reign. <laughs> uh, he's held it for 36 plus days. Uh, he won it on Raw uh, a month ago, over a month ago now, and he's just about to pass the Gronk in terms of second longest time <laughs> oh, with that title, although he's a long way to go, A, to catch our truth and be to match his 51 reigns with it <laughs> more death than more is he now the most decorated champion in wwe history in like Probably. numerical because it was raven before right he had like four million hardcore <laughs> how has titus o'neill the inaugural champion had the same amount of reigns with this as the gobbledygooker santa claus and whoever Kyle bloody Bush is. What's <laughs> yeah, going on? It's not exactly Bruno Sammartino territory, this, is it? <laughs> oh, God. Damn it. Right, okay, let's move on to our final <laughs> questions. Eh? It comes from Dan! 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 Uh, Dan! The right question. Uh, do you have a feud that you like, but not many either like or Sorry, talk Dan. about? For Dan, it is Morrison versus Ziggler from around 2009-2010. Very nice. Um... So I'm going to pick one that everyone who's seen it generally likes it, but not enough people talk about it. The Rhodes Family versus The Authority, pretty much, from, from 2013. Yeah. Everything about it just rules. It's simple pro wrestling storytelling, and not to give too much away about it if you want to go and revisit it. But it's around about August, September 2013. You can watch it on the Raws. You can go back and see all the segments. And there's a great match at Battleground to cap the whole thing off between uh, Cody and Dustin and The Shield. There's an awesome match between Goldust and Randy Orton to save Cody's yeah. job uh, on Raw and everything else. 
It's so well done. It's like perfect pro wrestling theater. And you should check it out. Yeah, that's a classic. Uh, my brain went to the Nexus versus the core, but we won't talk about that. Instead, uh, I'll go to something. It's kind of obvious why it's not talked about enough, but it, uh, it is a real favorite of mine from back in the day. It was that best of seven series between Chris Benoit and Booker T. I just thought it was really entertaining stuff yeah. uh, for the United States Championship, I want to say. Quite possibly. We went back and forth a lot and there was there was like Randy Orton getting hired by Booker T to represent. It was all great stuff. I really enjoyed it. But let us know in the comments your feuds or uh, rivalries that you may have forgotten about that people need to go out and check. And we'll move on to today's. And finally, uh, we shared the brilliant Twitter account with Taz jamming to songs yesterday. And today we're sharing another Twitter video of Bad Luck Farley ending a New Zealand reporter's <laughs> career. He went in. He went, is wrestling real? Bad Luck Farley went, tell you what, stand there. I'll do one chop. I'm not sure if we're allowed to, put it, to show the footage. I assume not. It's on his Twitter, though, at T-O-K-S Farley, Tox Farley. Go and check it out. The Rogue General uh, just, I, I assume that New Zealand reporter now has a handprint on his chest for life. It's the, it's real, it's real. It comes afterwards that really is worth checking out. Let us know your thoughts on that and all of today's new stories in the comments section below. Uh, don't forget to like, share and subscribe. And subscribe to What Called Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts. Uh, and you can let us know your thoughts and Twitter questions on Twitter at What Culture WWE. Watch there, follow both of us. You can follow Andy Murray at... You can follow me at Andy H. Murray. The H today stands for Happy Birthday Postman Pierce. I sincerely hope that he delivered his own birthday card in the mail because he's a postman. That's that's why he would deliver his own birthday card in in the mail. Postman. Happy birthday, postman Pierce. You can follow me on Twitter <laughs> at Adam Wilbur. Follow us all at What Culture WWE. But for now, my thanks, Andy Murray. Thank you for joining us, and we will see you soon. It's always funnier when you just explain the joke. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options buttery soft italian leather bags and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands plus quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.